G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Well, Nick Bennett from Opens Doors joins us this morning. Good morning. G'day, Becky. How are you? Yeah. Great well, to chat with you, mate. And it's, uh, I guess, sad, sad time to be chatting because Brother Andrew, the founder of Open Doors, has just passed away in the last uh, day or so, um, which mm. is, uh, you know, I guess we reflect back on an amazing legacy because he just, I mean, I remember reading God's Smuggler. I've read it a couple of times and mm. just, you know, it's so impacted by his life and his story. I mean, he was an amazing guy, wasn't he? Yeah, such a gift to the church. And mm. the story, if you want to know the absolute story, you've got to read Bible Smuggler. I only finished it maybe five, six weeks ago. Wow. And it is the absolute truth of his commitment to Christianity, his journey, mm. and how he ended up doing what he did. And in essence, he was shining light into places that were troubled and dark. And he was strengthening what remains. If you you know want to mm. go find that in the Bible, it's in Revelation. Yep. Strengthen what remains was at the core of everything that he did. So he was committed to not removing persecution because that would be unbiblical. Because mm. we know you know that the closer we get to God and the more we commit to the cause, we will come under attack and be persecuted. It wasn't about that. It was supporting people who were persecuted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so true. And that's what he did. So well, I mean, he was a, a very courageous guy. I mean, I remember you know, some of the stories that you read in the book, you know, the, you know, get jumps in that little blue V-dub beetle and mm. uh, heads off behind the Iron Curtain. I mean, it's just uh, amazing, you know, uh, bravery and courage. But uh, God was obviously with him and opened some incredible doors uh, for him that, uh, mm. you know, really has, have made an incredible impact. Yeah, that's right. And it's where it all began. It was into what was then the Iron Curtain and communist Poland and Russia and people's freedoms to pursue Christianity were being removed bit by bit. And he saw that need being based in the Netherlands and mm. he'd been through a journey himself. He was in the military and had spent time with the Dutch army in Indonesia oh, and experienced a lot of trauma and he'd shot people and been a part of rounding up kids in villages and doing what a dutiful officer soldier does. And he sustained a hideous injury where he took a bullet to the foot. And it wasn't until that happened and he was very aware that this injury was permanent. And he was a very physical man, like a lot of people are, big on running and bikes and all mm -hmm. sorts of things, that he realized he was at rock bottom and gave his life to the Lord and he was healed. And at that point, Everything changed. Yeah. His whole life turned toward God. And this was somewhere in the mid-20s for him on his lifespan. And so he was, a, I guess you could argue, pretty late to the faith, mm. I suppose, given that he grew up with it. His mother was very committed to the faith and mm. sent him off to war with the Bible, which spent most of its time in the base of his duffel bag. He never thought twice about it until he was in hospital recuperating and the nuns were praying with him at the time, the nurses. And that's when the journey started. And mm. He said, well, God, you've got me through this. What more can I do? What do you want me to do? Mm. And that was his heart. What can I do to help others? 
It's so good. And I mean, just, uh, you know, the trajectory from there just, uh, you know, went on and on. As you say, you founded Open Doors back in, was it 55, I think, that uh, that happened? And then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. uh, so much that uh, has been achieved through uh, that ministry um, over the years is just amazing. Like, I guess that's just the multiplication factor in his life. And that's just the mm-hmm. the answer to that question, you know. And I guess it's a question we can all ask of the Lord. What would you have me do? What yeah. can I do, you know, mm-hmm. in my, uh, even today, you know, the people I come across uh, on this day. So uh, it's a great uh, reminder of a life well lived for uh, for Brother Andrew. And uh, what's the plan from Open Doors? Like, are you guys, um, you know, I mean, obviously I've seen some tributes already coming up on Facebook and that, but are you, you know, planning to do anything uh, special to sort of honour his life? Or um, I, I'm assuming that mm-hmm. there'll be a, a funeral somewhere, but that'll be over overseas somewhere, I'm assuming. Yeah, well, he passed away in his home country of the Netherlands. So there'll be something going on there at this point in time. Not very much detail is coming through because the family has asked mm-hmm. for some quiet time to Fair enough. respect and honour his passing, but that'll be revealed in the future. From our perspective, Open Doors Australia New Zealand, we've just done a podcast. I've had about three hours sleep, so that'll be up before you know it. Mm-hmm. Another way to tell the story and honour Brother Andrew, but I can imagine there'll be a lot of tributes continuing to flow around the world. I think this is going to be a slow burn story. I haven't seen a whole lot through in the major news cycles just yet, but it's one of those yarns that people are going to want to pick up mm. and revisit and tell the stories again. The one of Operation Pearl, which was 40 years last year. Where yes, they, I remember that. Open yeah. Doors yeah. got a million Bibles into China. Just honouring him, the outreach also that he took beyond what was directly in front of him, but being brave and partnering with imams and ayatollahs, leaders in the Islamic world. And he loved to play with an acronym based around Islam, and that was, I sincerely love all Muslims. He was a bridge builder, an incredible guy. And also, one of his finest achievements, he said, he was most proudest of being named a blood brother of the Apache Indian tribes back in the 1980s. So he touched a lot of different faiths, inspired also a heap of other feel-good movements. Had a lot to do with YWAM in the early day as well, and there are others, and also Wycliffe. So, yeah, he impacted many people on many fronts. He Mm. had a sense of humour. He was Mm. very direct. And very driven, I know, because my wife's part Dutch and it <laughs> reminds me of her opa, knew exactly what he needed to do yeah. and got it done and was incredibly humble. People have been wanting to make a movie for a very long time. I learned yesterday that Pat Boone, the American singer, said years ago, this is a great story. We've got to make a movie. Yeah. No, we're not making a movie. We're not here to make it all about me. Mm. We're here to serve the persecuted church. Wow. That's amazing. So good. That's a brilliant, oh, uh, wow. brilliant thing. I, I mean, just, uh, yeah, you're saying about the impact, um, you know, in the big spheres like that. But, I mean, I was even just reading this morning, a, a friend of mine on Facebook said that he actually got to meet Brother Andrew. He was only eight at the time, met him and his father read him God Smuggler, and he said, I want to serve the persecuted church. And he's actually gone on to, to be involved in that, you know. So it's amazing mm-hmm. the way that, that those ripple effects uh, can, can play out. So, yeah, some great stories that you share in there, Nick, and it's uh, yeah, just a wonderful thing to be able to reflect back on that life. And I think just yeah, his as you say, his humility, but just wanting to make it all about Jesus and all about you know what can I do to serve these people that are 
um, you know, serving the Lord in very difficult uh, and trying uh, situations. Yeah, his bravery too is legendary. I mean, he was quoted as saying, I literally believe that every door is open to go in and proclaim Christ as long as you're willing to go and are not worried about coming back. Mm. And there were many chances, <laughs> opportunities that the enemy would have had to put Andrew aside and knock him out of the equation, but that never happened. Mm. His faith was unbelievable. Yeah. Down to the last gilder, the last dollar, you know, he would push on through adversity where there were no finances, there were seemingly no ways to get Bibles into nations where border police and guards were pulling the car apart behind him as he crossed the border, but not his. Mm. He prayed and believed. Yeah. His faith was so deep. Brilliant. And that's, that's what so got good. him through. So good to hear. Now, you mentioned Love that it. podcast. How can people find that? It'll be on your website, I'm assuming? Yep. It'll be on opendoors.org.au and .nz, and then it, it trickles out to the, the usual platforms too, Spotify Excellent. and all right, very good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, make sure you keep an eye out for that one coming out real soon. But, uh, Nick, mm-hmm. thanks so much for your time today. And, yeah, just to be able to reflect and uh, honour uh, the legacy of Brother Andrew. Yeah, thank you so much. And I just want to look, as a, a quick thing, I want to say thanks to everyone who supports Open Doors and the work that we do to to honour those who are pursuing Christ mm-hmm. and helping us to reunite the global body of Jesus Christ. So thank you so much for what you do for us. It's much appreciated and appreciate your time today. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.